Welcome to the Harnessing Happiness podcast. This is the Happy Clappy Soundbite. Hello and welcome to Harnessing Happiness with myself, Sarah J. Naylor. Thank you, as always, for stopping by and listening to my podcast. I really do value you as my audience and knowing that you are all over the globe is really rather exciting. So thank you so much for listening. Today, I wanted to sort of really touch upon sort of building rapport and conversation and making connections and uh, I suppose, should we call it networking? Mm, could we? Could we not? I just wanted to explain a, a little bit more about how my life has evolved, a uh, bit about my background and where it's kind of taken me and sort of enlightenment and one thing or another, just sort of musing really. So, if you listen to my podcast on a regular basis, you probably know that I come from a background in recruitment and I started that career in 1987. And I've always loved it. I loved sort of talking to people and I didn't know it at the time. I didn't realise what I was doing, I'll be honest, until I trained and qualified as a coach 10 years ago. My gosh, I qualified as a performance coach in 2012. Wowzer. Anyway, it wasn't until I qualified as a coach, I realised what I'd been doing naturally for, I suppose, yeah, decades. Because <laughs> I started in recruitment in 1987. So yeah, uh, 2012, that's rather a long time. Anyway, back in the day in recruitment, I used to have to interview people in person, in detail, because nobody had a CV, nobody had a curriculum vitae, nobody had a resume, nobody had any information that they would bring with them to an interview apart from themselves. Because we're talking pre-mobile phones, we're talking pre-computers. In fact, I think we just brought out, I think the Amstrad had just sort of started to come out, but in the office where I worked, we had electronic typewriters um, and that was the uh, main mod con until the uh, Amstrad, I think, arrived or something like that. I mean, computers were about, but certainly people didn't have CVs and you would have to sit and spend a good chunk of time with somebody to find out exactly what it was that they did in their job, what they did, what they enjoyed doing, what they wanted to do. And, and, and the same would go for sort of speaking to clients about vacancies and finding out exactly what they were looking for, who they were recruiting for. And I always used to say to the client, well, I want to get behind your eyes. I want to understand what you're looking for in somebody's CV. Because Here's the thing, once we'd got this information, we would then create a CV from it, which sometimes would be quite lengthy. And in those days, we had fax machines and you'd actually stand there with all these pieces of A4 paper feeding it into the fax machine once it had been uh, typed up by the girls who were predominantly girls on the, in reception doing all the typing. But what I wanted to get back to was that sort of rapport building. So, you know, you were finding common ground with people to build a relationship whilst you were interviewing them. And I always used to want to, I naturally wanted to find out. I was curious. I wanted to find out. I wanted to understand. I wanted to ask questions. I wanted to understand what it was that they did as a job because it was learning for me. I learned so much about different jobs that people did, um, different companies, different businesses through through working in recruitment. It really pulled into my natural sort of curiosity for life. But, you know, not everybody was always ever so open and sometimes it was very very difficult to get 
information from people some people were very much like getting getting blood from a stone is, is an expression that you can use and it, for me I was always very much about trying to find some commonality trying to find some common ground so that there was something that you could build this sort of level of communication with the person that you were talking to so that they would feel I wanted them to feel welcome I wanted them to feel comfortable I wanted them to feel safe in their in that environment and I wanted to bring the best out of them and that's where the rapport building that natural rapport building came from I think within me and now here's the thing you you can rapport build through finding sort of common ground and discussions. You can rapport building by mirroring the words that people use, but you can also um, do it through body language as well. And I found it very strange once that I was, and it was so, it was so obvious um, that I, I was sat in an interview room once interviewing Candy, and my body language was exactly the same as this person that I was interviewing. I was like, oh, oh my word, <laughs> this is a bit weird. So I changed my body language. Uh, I changed the way my arms were on the table. I changed the way my legs were. I think my arms, maybe I had an elbow on the table or my legs were crossed. I can't remember, but I did that. And then it happened again. I noticed the person opposite me was in the same body. The, the body language was absolutely mirroring mine. And it was just like really weird. <laughs> I found it really strange. But I just thought at that stage, well, I'm just going to have to let it go. And as I say, it wasn't until I then, a few years later, did this qualification in um, coaching, which included NLP and all sorts of things, a level five qualification, which is equates to two years of a degree course. And um, I found out it was one of the four, you know, one of the main pillars of, of, of NLP, that this rapport building, and I was doing, and I'd been doing it naturally. So it, was, it wasn't weird at all. It was that obviously I built up this good level of rapport naturally and that's why the body language with the person with me had been mirrored we were absolutely in rapport with each other which was absolute which using the word absolutely several times over um that obviously indicated that we were in in really good rapport and that is part of building those relationships with people so I would always encourage you to you know whoever you're connecting with be curious because people like you to ask questions about them it's not about you going in there and going rah 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 this is me rah 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 it's about you being curious about them because let's face it don't you love it when people are sort of interested in you um and that's how the conversation can start off and naturally they will sort of the likelihood is that they will ask questions about you and then you could you know you have this i like to think of conversation as a dance i like to think of it as a a really yeah nifty footwork and you sort of you you're, duck, you're twisting and turning you're moving and you're blending and you're having this lovely conversation that's in rhythm with each other and that's when you're in sort of that really good rapport obviously there are those occasions where you can go to uh, an event and somebody hones in on to you and they start and they just talk at you at you at you at you at you and you go <laughs> i think i need to go to the toilet <laughs> you and you vacate quickly so, folks, if you're listening and wondering why you start conversations with people and they vanish and you don't get to talk to them again, take time, take stock, reflect back and think, hmm, have I been curious or have I just gone in there and pounced on somebody to give them all that rah-rah-rah about myself? Because if you have, just reflect back, take time to think, go, how can I behave differently? Because here's the thing, 
We aren't our behaviour and we can change any given time. And if you can start to be more curious, if you can start to think about building rapport, finding that common ground with people, finding some commonality, some interest, something that you, you know, you can sort of encourage and support and extract the good stuff from people uh, in a nice way, not in a not in a manipulative way, because I think conversation and building rapport has to be genuine. I think if you start to try and fake it, it, it yeah, it doesn't feel right. It's about wanting to be around people, do business with people, connect with people that are on the same wavelength as you, that speak the same language as you. And so much so, a conversation I was having with uh, a podcast guest that I was recording an episode with um, just recently, we were discussing the connections that we'd all got because I'd met a group of people through a programme that I'd signed up for uh, in 2021 and really met a wide network of people, many of whom are the guests on Harnessing Happiness. And we've all built this sort of connection and this rapport because we are all wanting the best for other people. We all want people to live a happier and healthier life. We all want happiness. We all want to help people through our own learning and our own experiences and sharing that knowledge and wisdom, which is why I'm hoping that the Harnessing Happiness podcast guest episodes are so powerful because there's so much wisdom that comes out that people really are passionate about wanting to share to help others on their journey through life. So, yeah, Build that rapport, be curious, ask questions, be around the people you want to be around, draw up a network of people and just be curious and have good relationships with people because it's great to be around like-minded people who want the best for you and you want the best for them and the best way of building those relationships is by being curious, is by supporting because what you put out is what you get back. That's me being chattering on about um, rapport building now for 10 minutes so I think it's time for me to uh, wish you well and uh, enjoy your rapport building and your making of friends new and old and rekindling old and doing whatever it is that you do when you go out networking chatting to people I mean people don't like the word networking but you know what you can go for a coffee my gran used to be left at a bus stop and my mum used to swear blind that she would have somebody's life history within five minutes because she was obviously naturally curious I would ask loads of questions and find some commonality because actually we're all only, I think, about six people removed from each other, aren't you? Aren't we? So, you know, next time you're having a conversation, build up a, build up a. Co- next, in fact, here we go. Here's a challenge for you. Next conversation you have with a stranger, have a chat, be curious, and see if you can find a connection. See if you can find something that's in common. See if you can find somebody that might be that they might know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that knows you. Go on, go on, give it a go. See how you get on. Anyway. This has been me, Sarah Jane Ayler at Harnessing Happiness. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please do rate, review, follow, subscribe, whatever it is you do. And let's uh, let's spread this stuff globally as we already are doing. But let's spread it further because it's great fun. Anyway, thank you and goodbye and take care until next time. That was the Happy Clappy Soundbite. Hear full length episodes of the Harnessing Happiness podcast released every Tuesday. And for more exclusive content from Sarah, just visit sarahjnaylor.com.